Hello, family and friends. I'm excited for day two with my friend, Pastor Chris Schimboff from the North Park Wesleyan Church in Evansville, Indiana. It's over on First Avenue near Ivy Tech. And I encourage you, if you're looking for a church, to come check out Pastor's Church. It's, uh, he's a great pastor, loves the Lord. We just got together for lunch here recently, and the time went so fast. And we talked about Jesus, our favorite topic, for pretty much most of that lunch. And, uh, you know, there's no better topic than the Lord. You know? Not at all. It's just all these things in this world are temporary, and it's so good to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let's go to prayer. Father, we come today hungry. Thank you for Pastor Chris and his heart for you, that that he just loves you so much and and desires to reach people and and help people grow up in the things of God. And so we come today hungry to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Pastor Chris, I know we're going to pick up a little bit more in your testimony, go a little bit more depth about maybe when you were younger going to church. I'm just going to give it back to you. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. You know, if you don't mind, I appreciate you bringing me back. I'm glad to be back. But I want to expand a little bit on my earlier days, if you don't mind. Amen. You know, I was, you know, like I said last yesterday, I was raised in church and walked away. And that's all true. And so I got married, thought I had the world by the tail, and tried to basically chase in that rainbow. We've all done that. I know we have. We've all been in a place in our life where we think the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have God to guide me because I was doing my own thing. I wanted to, I was very much the prodigal son. So ultimately, I ended up, I had mentioned that I was homeless. But right before that, I had got myself into some very hot water with the law. Went in, was in jail a few different times. And um, you know what? I, I remember the one time, which was kind of a turning point for me, which is ultimately what made me decide to turn my life over to the Lord. I had gotten arrested one time, and my wife was with me. She had nothing to do with it, but you know, guilt by association. And we were both sitting in jail, and it was kind of an odd jail because they had glass. It wasn't like bars. So I could see out of the jail cell into the where the officers were, and I could see across the hall my wife sitting there in her jail cell crying. And I'll tell you what, that broke my heart because I was supposed to be her protector, mm-hmm. and instead I put her in harm's way. And I'll tell you what, that was, that was tough for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had decided to give my life to the Lord but you know, something's really interesting about that because when we think we give our life to the Lord, we think that everything is supposed to be smooth sailing from that point on. And I got to tell you, I had sowed a lot of bad seed and you know what? There's going to be a, a harvest and there was, there was definitely a harvest. I was homeless. We were homeless. I had a, at the time I was, my son was a year and a half and we went, didn't have a thing, didn't, only had the clothes on our back, and um, we found a homeless shelter, and we got up there, and, and uh, whenever they were, we were doing the intake, they said, well, your wife and your son can stay here, but you can't, because we don't take men. I was like, well, that's terrible, because uh, <laughs> I really want us to stay together, yeah. and my wife was fully prepared, I think, to walk away, but... What I found interesting there was God, even though there was still a bad harvest that had to be reaped, 
God still gave me favor as I endeavored to walk in obedience. Um, and they made an exception for me, wow. and um, which was really awesome. And we were there, and within just a matter of a, a couple of weeks, we found a church and uh, got to be really good friends. Man, I tell you what, I was on fire for the Lord. But it was still not easy. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of things. Our first night in the homeless shelter, I remember very distinctly them telling us, tonight is your night to cook. Our first night. And I'm thinking, <laughs> how, how much worse can this be? And, I, and then I realized, you know what? We're in a house. Uh, we've got a roof over our head. We do have clothes on our back. And this place even gave us some clothes. Wow. And we were so blessed. But, you know, we made it through that obstacle. We made it through that. And um, we started attending church, and it was, it was awesome. I started sharing the gospel with people in the homeless shelter. And um, we saw people in the homeless shelter receive Jesus Christ. And it just continued to add fuel to my fire mm-hmm. of sharing that. And I guess that's probably where the Lord was using me at the time. But I was just walking in obedience. And I remember just uh, maybe a couple of weeks after we got in there, I finally found a job. And such a satisfying, because I hadn't had a job for a while. I was, I was so used to playing the game and, yeah. and making money that wasn't right or legal. Right. And there was something satisfying about getting my job and keeping my job and providing for my family. And um, the people that we were going to church with at the time, Jerry and Ruthie Wickline, Mm -hmm. really awesome people. Jerry's gone on home to be with the Lord, but Ruthie is still still kicking and still sharing Jesus. But they gave us a car. It was a beater, but I'll tell you what, to me it was a beautiful uh, Cadillac. You know, it was just uh, because it was the only four wheels we had. And I remember using that to get to my job. And it was just, it was an uphill battle from there, but it was worth every second. And um, I just I just really enjoyed those moments and those times, learned a lot. And it's really, truly when I fell in love with God, fell in love with Jesus. That, um, you know, as a kid, I was just kind of going through the motions, going through the motions of, going to church and and going to the altar and just playing the game because you know my my dad was a pastor my grandpa was a pastor and I was doing what I think they expected me to do mm-hmm. truthfully it was I didn't have a relationship with God at all yeah. and it was such an awesome moment to really fall in love with Jesus and to watch him do a miraculous thing, not just in my life, but in my wife's life and in my son, my young son's life. Mm-hmm. And uh, was just really, really awesome. But I want to encourage, I want to encourage you today. You know, I, I knew a guy once who was 77 years old, who had been to church his whole life. And finally, one day told me, you know what? I just realized I've never turned my life over to the Lord. I've been in church my whole life, but I've never lived for him. And this guy was 80, 
whatever, 82 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. It, it was at that point in his life he got saved. Mm-hmm. He got born again, decided to live for the Lord. So I want to encourage you today, if you're in a place where maybe you've been like me, you've been in church your whole life, but you know if there's a relationship with God, you know if there's something missing in your life. And um, I just want to encourage you to continue to seek God, latch on to somebody who can help you to get you there, uh, because there's people like myself and Greg here who's who's happy to share uh, Jesus with you and point you in the right direction, even disciple you. Amen. But um, if you don't mind, you want me to go ahead and please go ahead and pray for us. Can listeners. I? I just will, I just want to pray for y'all, Father. I just want to thank you, praise you, and I just want to lift up the people that are listening to Father. I just want to encourage them. You are our hope, yes, Father. Lord. You are our light. Yes, Lord. You are our path. And I just, you're our way. Yes. And I just pray, Father, that you would open our eyes and our hearts to what you have for us. Father, reveal truth. As King David said, search my heart. Father, show me where in my life I need to to change it. I need to, whatever I need to do to draw closer to you, whatever we need to do. Yes, I want to lift up our people. Father, I just pray for encouragement and strength in our, uh, in our listeners. And I'm so thankful for your gifts. We love you, Father. We thank you. And I look forward to seeing you one day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Looking forward to day three here. And that was a great message. And you know, if you uh, said that, you know, if you gave your heart to the Lord today, uh, I encourage you just to contact Pastor, contact our ministry, contact. Maybe you have a friend that's been trying to witness to you forever, but you know, you got to get started and walk with the Lord. And just like your body grows with food and exercise and that kind of thing, your spirit man grows with the Word of God. And you got to feed your spirit man the Word of God so you can Amen. grow up, because otherwise your flesh is still going to talk so loud you can't even hear your spirit man. And so you just got to get fed. You got to get hungry. Don't let the devil beat you up when you mess up the next day, because guess what? You probably will. And maybe the next, the next, the next. But just keep on with the Lord, get fed, and God will help you all along the way. Well, Pastor, I know uh, people are looking forward to day three here. And you can contact Pastor Chris at 812-422-3656 and my ministry at 812-449-8147. Folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.